Hey yo, what's going on? It's Flubberdash, the host of the Trainer Lounge, a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to the podcast where we talk all things Pokemon, from the Pokemon anime, the Pokemon main series games, the TCG, Pokemon trivia, all of the news that's happened in the week, and some controversial topics. We hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, have a great day. Peace! Massive Bellend! (laughs) <laughs> I'm keeping that in I'm keeping that in I don't oh fuck's sake Brandon there you go there's your intro Jesus Christ alright so uh, yo how's it going guys and welcome back to the Trainer Lounge episode 57 I am your amazing co-host today uh, Mr. Juancy Baynet and I'm joined here by two amazing amazing hosts uh, we have Mr. Flobberdosh the one the, the myth the man the legend Yo, yo, yo. And we have a returning guest, uh, a good lad, a very cheeky, cheeky person indeed. We have Super Salamence 93, better known as Brandon. Sup, guys? How's it going? Welcome back to the Trainer Lounge. That is the one. And yeah, here we are. Take over. <laughs> okay, okay. Yo, what's happening? <laughs> we're back. We're back for a new episode. First of all, before we crack on, little uh, South promo. But uh, yo, listen. We're doing the news round every Wednesday. It's like a little solo thing. If you like hearing me talk, I mean, of course, why wouldn't you, right? Um, you can go and check out that. It's me chatting bollocks for about half an hour on myself, reading out articles, throwing in a bit of comedy in there for Spice. Uh, check, check it out, man. It's a little bite size. If you don't want to listen to us balance talk for an hour and a half, then uh, go listen to a solo balance talk for half an hour. But with that, um, we have Super Salamence back. But we know him as Brandon, so we're going to call him that. Um, how are you, mate? Welcome back on. Yeah, I'm good, man. It's, it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Back in the in the content creation game, sort of making moves, trying to, you know, slide my way back into the community again. But, you know, hot takes and short, talking absolute shit like I always do. Standard stuff. Also, fun fact, you're one of our most popular episodes. Um, you're up there as one of the most popular anywhere. Your last episode got 20 plays. I mean, over the time it was released, it, that's what it reached as in, because I think it, I think it's based off weekly. I think, um, but yeah, it, it it it's up there as one of as one of the best ones. Yeah, man, twenty in a week, basically. Like as we were starting out, like it was it was pretty decent. And the few the only people, yeah, sorry, ones go on. That's I was, what I was just going to say. Like the the views have gone up and up and up. So you kind of helped us kickstart something here. So we've got to say thank you to that, Brandon. Big pog, big pog, biggest pog. Big pogs, man. The only the only people that have actually beat you in terms of viewers with guests, uh, podcasts with guests, would be Raf, which you'd think would be number one. But again, no one's taken the crown of Ozzy Mitsu. So <laughs> yeah. that's because Ozzy has the most hot takes in the community. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was fun. It was fun having Ozzy. Do, do, do you want to know a fun thing about me and Ozzy? Always. Me, me, and Ozzy, uh, basically. And this is a thing where uh, Ozzy's one of Ozzy's tweets went quite viral. I can't remember who it was, but it was an image of the Wigglytuff from um, Mystery Dungeon. And it said that you have been registered as a retard. Now, I don't <laughs> condemn that sort of language. Like, I'm not for it. But he was going after, I think, like Soldier Boy or it was someone along those lines who like did a really bad hot take. And it went. <laughs> and me and Ozzy, when we last saw each other, we said that you get a tick for going for registering as a retard uh so a tick for you me and ozzy send each other a tick emoji every single day and have done it every day for nearly three years 
ridiculous. I mean, first of all, for everyone listening, um, you know, I, I, I'm not laughing at the word itself. I, I'm just laughing at the, the just just the fact that Pokemon Mystery Dungeon was sprinkled in there with the word. It, it's funny. It's funny to me, right? And Soldier Boy, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, you, you and Ozzy though both have hot takes, like. As as I've said um, before, we started the podcast. It was it was Brandon that changed the podcast for good. We started off very PG and very yo guys. Today we're going to talk about and then when Brandon come on, he's like yo, it's a call if I swear. I'm like bro, I love swearing. Does that mean I can swear? Yes. <laughs> I tried to like I tried to be in terms of being PG. I took a direction because obviously you've got to think about you know, your, 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 your fan base and different stuff. And I got a few comments, you know, my, my YouTube comment section, like is my favorite part of making content creation. It's the best comment I section love, on YouTube, bro. I love being an asshole. Like I love it <laughs> to the point where like, uh, like I could, I could sit in a stream and read my best comments for a good two hours because some of them are fucking hilarious. They were like, amazing. Genuinely like, and I'll admit, like, some of the old team builders that, you know, got me my growth on the channel, they're fucking awful. Like, they're terrible. Like, it's why I'm redoing them now and that's and everything else, because they, they're just bad. But sort of, like, still some of the people that come into those comments on the videos and just, like, you've got you've to get to the point of understanding. Like, some, I understand that, like, 95% of my viewers don't subscribe. So the time they see one video they're seeing me for the first time and i'm not i never give a good first impression like ever like ever it's not until you get to know me that you go ah actually this guy's quite funny uh or don't take this guy too seriously to the point where you know i put jump pluff in a team builder because genuinely there was nothing else i could fucking put in there and it's my most disliked ratio on a team builder and i say just you know fuck you it's a jump pluff like I, you can't take me seriously. Like, and my comment section is just part of that. Like, literally, I had a guy. I the city left a simple comment of this video shouldn't be twenty six minutes long, and my reply was, "Ah, oh, you got, you know, man's poor, got to do it for the ad revenue. If you want to support the man, maybe consider coming a member of the channel." And like, gave him a whole like fucking in depth like link to everything for him to become a member of the channel, and like sent him like all this sort of stuff. And his comment was literally like five words, which was, "This video shouldn't be." blah 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 long and i just went in with like a paragraph on oh ad revenue if you want to consider helping thanks for your continued support i always do it when people call me like a dickhead and i go thanks like literally i find that absolutely <laughs> hilarious like it's, brilliant. it's it's mad because like when you were last on right I've, again i've got it here it was july last year man like and that was 43 episodes ago so you know we've had we've had a lot of we've had a lot of time since you've last been on, man. But how's your life changed? How is life for you right now? Obviously, you don't have to get personal, but uh, uh, life. Well, life's good, man. What since what July? Since July last year, I've now got two degrees. Big pog. Um, I'm now a fully qualified teacher. <laughs> Imagine me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm actually. <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'm a fully qualified uh, teacher. I literally got a job last week. Um, so I'm about to start my new job, which is really poggers. Um, I'm in a really good place personally with the girlfriend, you know, uh, new girlfriend, new relationship, looking at starting a family soon. So, you know, that's big. So that's, you know, coming up to a year with, with my other half, which is, which is great. Um, 
yeah, uh, mental health took a bit of a dip just before the summer due to just some PTSD shit. But, you know, I've got some therapy and some medication to try and sort my head out. But other than that, you know, I'm, I'm hunky-dory. And I'm, I'm, I'm always a bit ad- advocate for speaking out and talking about men's mental health. Uh, you know, um, I won't go into names and stuff. But recently, when I opened up about my mental health, my past relationship, I actually encouraged one of my friends to go and get support for himself because he didn't feel like he didn't feel confident enough to go out and do it but actually finding out that i went and did it gave him the confidence to go and ask for help for himself so he's now on the mend which you know to me getting getting that message through to say that oh he's he's called up the doctors he's he's gonna get some support all all based on what i said it was yeah like that was an unreal feeling like knowing that i just just by me talking about my struggles and what i'd been through help someone come to terms with their own difficulties as well yeah that's awesome man again i i second that where you say you know people should just um reach out if you need it of course or always seek to help man there's like it, there's a lot of pride that goes into it where people don't feel like they can because they feel like it makes them less of a person uh, nah man like yo always seek help like everyone's different you can handle some things that some people can't man and vice versa do you know what i mean so i'm, I'm, I'm glad that you know you, you're in a much better place and uh it seems you're on a high right now. That's good, man. That's good to me. You know, it's always a positive thing when you hear people. I mean, right now, I'm in the dumps person. No, I'm joking. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> right now, um, I'm like, I feel like shit right now. I want to go to bed. Like. Yeah, I'm just there, like, thanks, mate. I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better, but I, I feel even worse about my life. Nah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But uh, as I said, man, it's good to have you back. So when we first had you on, you know, you was doing your content creation stuff. Did you stop for a bit or have so, you just been... Yeah, so uh, December um december 2021 uh i just got back it was just before new year's and i just got back from spending time with family i had to come back for work i was working at a pub and had to work new year's because i had christmas off so it was like you have one off for the other and i was like well i wasn't going to be spending new year's with uh my other half because we'd only just got together and she already planned had stuff planned so i was like i gotta work uh, i came back and i think actually i'd been playing games with funny enough alex uh you the night before and uh, I went to bed with like a video idea of what I wanted to do. Uh, got up the next morning, turned my computer on and it got stuck in a reboot loop. And student life, I didn't have the money to go out and fix it. Um, and yeah, for the longest time, knew that my graphics card had gone absolutely just had gone pop and, and I didn't have the money to fix it. But this summer I'd managed to sort of string up a little bit of stuff together that I was able to go out and fix it again. Um, basically uh, managed to do a whole teaching degree on a, on a little laptop, which was uh, massively difficult. But we're back. Yeah, the, uh, the, the computer's back up and running again. And I thought, well, we're going to jump straight back into making content again because I need something to do in my evenings, basically. <laughs> Man's making videos because he's bored. Love it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> And that YouTube no, revenue, obviously. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Of course, man. You got, you got to make that Mr. Beast money, right? Oh, um, I, I, you really I, think I'd be here if I'm making that Mr. Beast money? Uh, yeah, Mr. Beast. That was a poker this, 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 you know? this, this, The stupid thing is, is that even if I was making that Mr. Beast money, I probably still would be here, let's be honest. Yeah, I'd be like, thank you for your uh, time. And I know time is money, but you've got enough of that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, first of all, congratulations on the teaching degree. That's dope, man. Um, again, always love to see when people do well for themselves. And that sounds awesome, man. So are, are you, I was saying that to get personal. You said you're a fully qualified teacher. Is that what you do now then? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's awesome, man. No, no, again, congrats, GG's, Puggers, all of that shit. Uh, do, you still, do you still play Pokemon, Mr. Super Salamence? Oh, I, you know, I, I do. But I say I do. And I do for my channel. And I do it, you know, because, you know, I do like the games and I enjoy the games. But um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to Scarlet and Violet, and I am. Uh, some of the things um, I've seen from it look really positive. Um, you already fucking know Cloth is the best mon that's coming out of that generation by a fucking mile. Stan Cloth. Um, uh, Stan, absolute Stan Cloth. He's a good boy. Um, it's okay, it's Brigatita. Le- leg- like, Legends Arceus, <laughs> Legends Arceus. I got from. I bought it for my birthday. As like my well, my parents gave me some money and I bought it for my birthday. That was back in February. I still haven't finished it. I just I picked it up for the first time. Played it till just after um cleaver then put it down for probably a good few months picked it back up again got back into it beat electrode and i haven't touched it since and i like i've seen all the spoilers i know how the how it ends and and all this cool stuff which is probably a shame because i think my actual reaction to it would have been better if i played it for myself but and i'm not saying that legends rc is a bad game because i know a lot of people loved it and a lot of good things came out of it for the franchise moving forward like the open world stuff but I, I i don't know it's 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 one of those things where i've been playing the games for nearly 20 years uh and it gets like would i rather sit and play through sword and shield or would i rather sit and play through emerald i'd rather sit and play through emerald 10 times in a row than touch sword and shield again i would rather sit and play through emerald a thousand times before playing sun and moon like Oh, that's a hot take. Oh, that, nice. that's a fire at onesie. I mean, that, uh, Sunamu, that's the worst generation of Pokemon. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so, angry. I'm angry. It's <laughs> so trash. Get out. The, 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 the competitive meta was defense, was like bulky offense, which is fucking boring because everyone just ran Umbreon and Clefable, and it's like, why? Oh, uh, I agree. Oh, the 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 region was very stale oh the, the, the gameplay was wank the, i disagree no, there was no <laughs> rhythm to the game i didn't even finish ultra sun ultra moon i got my housemate to finish it for me because i couldn't be fucking bothered <laughs> okay now surely you know in the pokemon community you're not allowed an opinion because you'll be called a hater you, you realize that don't you brandon mate oh i, I can give a shit <laughs> Um, okay, I'm so happy you didn't call Sword and Shield the worst generation. Thank you. No, no, no. Sword, Sword and Shield was okay. I actually managed to finish that about wanting to slam my head against the fucking wall. Nah, Sword and Shield without the DLC is absolute hot trash. Sword and Shield with the DLC, I actually rate higher than Diamond and Pearl. Like, the base games, not Platinum, the base games. So, it's... The DLC really saved Sword and Shield for me. You know what I did with the, the DLC? I got to the max raid dens and didn't play the rest of it. I didn't even play the first DLC. The second one came out with the raid dens. You can get shiny Rayquaza. Fuck me, I'm there. You Ever did seen that so game? many Rick, of those. Rick, Rick, Rick and Morty that goes, damn, oh, god damn, I'm in. That's literally me. Hey, yo. <laughs> God damn it, I'm in you, motherfucker. You son of a bitch. 50 max raids of Mega of Rayquaza. I still don't have it. Ah, yeah, you did so many max raids. You started streaming it for a while, didn't you? Yeah, I still don't have it. I got Groudon. I got Shiny Groudon off of it. Can I just say that? I got Shiny Landorus. I got Shiny Katana. I got Shiny Dialga. 
Uh, I think I got one more. I can't remember which one it was. And I got loads of other random shinies. And then I found Ray Ray. And I was like, bitch, I want this. Still not got it. So, you better have Ray so Ray. what did my dumbass thought would be a better idea? Yo, fuck Max Raid, Ray Ray. That's obviously too easy of odds. I want a legit Gen 3 Mega uh, Shiny Ray Ray. So that's what I'm currently streaming. Oh, I'm right. trying to find Shiny Ray Ray in Emerald. Because you I'm sadistic fucking, motherfucker. Because I'm an idiot. And we're 5,000 resets in. And I'm like, why isn't he Sean yet? Because it's Gen 3, and I'm a fucking idiot. Max odds. Oh, wait, Emeralds itself is completely fucked for shiny hunting. There's some, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some bullshit with, like, uh, frame skips and stuff. It's it, it's horrible. Like, if you're not in the right, uh, like, frame when you're, like, in front of the Pokemon, it will never, ever be shiny. It's really fucking balked. If you're gonna do shiny hunting in Gen three, the best. Thing I love how do. you've just. I love how you're telling him this now. Why he's five thousand into the. <laughs> I've, been, I've been soft resetting, holding the speed up button. I've been on the same frame for the last two thousand resets. <laughs> oh shit! Um, yeah, I don't know the full like the full kind of ins and outs and the intricate details and shit, but I know that Emerald is completely fucked for shiny hunting. If you're gonna do uh, like shiny resets, your best bet is Ruby and Sapphire. Nah. Emerald Owl sounds like even more of a challenge, bitch. I mean, I don't know if it's physically possible. <laughs> yeah, it is. Watch me. <laughs> all right, all right. But, so, uh, if you get it before spin. 10k, I'll give you 20 quid. That, Speaking we, of we Nintendo, <laughs> right, boys, I, I got a question for you, right? I want to see if you both know. I only found this out today. I'm going to see if you both know. What currently is the fastest selling Nintendo game on the Nintendo Switch? What holds the record? Sword and Shield. Um, I'm not about Pokemon. I'm not about just all Nintendo games, including Pokemon. Oh, okay. Fastest selling. Fastest uh, selling. So not overall sales, obviously, because that probably that is Mario Kart. But I mean, the fastest selling. So within three days of it being out. Uh, what? Uh, uh, Zelda. No. Um, if you so... say BDSP, I'm gonna hit you. No, no, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd hit. I'd hit to it. Mystery Dungeon. Fun. Wait. No. <laughs> hey, no. So the the previous holder was Animal Crossing, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone was in lockdown. No one had anything to fucking do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, right? But it's been beaten by Splatoon Three. Right? So and also, what is the current fastest selling game on all Nintendo consoles that have ever been within three days of coming out? Do you know what held the previous record? Pokemon Blue? Pokemon Black and White actually held the fastest selling record within three days. That's because I bought it on release day. Yeah, (laughs) me too, mate. Yeah, that's also been beaten by Splatoon 3. So Splatoon 3 is the fastest selling Nintendo game of all time, currently. Fair play. Fucking ridiculous. I've got it. I love it. Um, love Splatoon. Always have. So, shout out to Splatoon, man. Well, you can see me stream that on my stream. Um, anyway, speaking of stream, um, Brandon, mate, where can we find you? Uh, YouTube.com forward slash uh, Brandon has a massive penis. Uh, no. <laughs> Super Salamon's 93, of course, obviously. All right, I'm just going to type that in. I really hope I don't get FBI kicking off my door. W dot. <laughs> YouTube.com forward slash Brandon has a massive penis. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a bit worried about my uh, internet providers, mate. If I type that in, to be fair, um, right? There's been some Pokemon news in, uh, <laughs> in the community. 
there's been there's been um we're gonna we're gonna jump straight into the hot topics because me and Wanzi said we wanted to talk about this. Before Brandon we do, said before we, we do, to talk about do. Okay, come on. There's something that Brandon never got asked last time he was on. And uh, it's a very important question that's become a staple of the start of this podcast. <laughs> Definitely didn't nick it from uh, Jack Mate's podcast. Definitely didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, Brandon, mm-hmm. I have to ask you this. What is your go-to, ideal, perfect meal deal from Tesco, from Sainsbury's, from any sort of supermarket? What would you get in that £3, £3.50 meal deal? Uh, I always get... Uh... A chicken and bacon, uh, normally some like chicken poppers or like protein, like chicken side. Oh, like the Madison's refrigerator things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like the protein. And if I'm feeling like shit, and the reason I'm buying a mood is because I normally feel like shit, probably like a monster. Hmm. Um, I would put that as a, I would say it's the best. It's up there though. Like, the only problem with refrigerators is, like, you literally have five and the packet's empty. So yeah. it's like, you know, um, I'm just fat. Though, Even that so or a brownie. If I'm feeling yeah. like something sweet, I'll get a brownie. Brandon's got a good meal deal here. I actually get those refrigerators myself when I'm, uh, if I need something to, to eat before football or something, just to give me a little bit of a boost. But That's an 8.5 for me, Wanda. I don't know about you. That's an 8.5. Uh, 8, 8. 8.5. I'll, I'll take it. That's, that's a good, that's a good-ass meal deal, Brandon. Fair. I'll take that. I mean, we've had the chances of Tesco's wanting to um, sponsor us at any point would never happen at this point. But fuck it. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, moving forward, we've got some drama in the community, and I love this. I love drama. It's great. It's always fun to talk about. Ones who wanted to talk about it, and Brandon said separately he wanted to too. So, I think we're all involved in this. Now, it's been cleared up since. Listen, we, we love bringing up drama and stirring the pot even more. So, um, <laughs> so ones, would you like to talk about this whole Nuzlocke shit, mate? Okay, so uh, a little bit of back, a uh, little bit of backstory. Um, there was a, a, a video series on Nintendo's YouTube channel that I can't remember the name of it. I think it was like One Minute Games or yeah. something. Nintendo Minute or something. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo Minute, yeah. Um, where the two presenters, uh, Kit and Krista, I think they they called themselves, um, they would just talk about random Nintendo games, show themselves playing different bits and bobs. And quite a decent series, you know. It was a, a good little start for Nintendo delving into the, the kind of social world. It was decent. Um, and they, they, they left their positions and they've started their own podcast. Uh, and on that podcast... They have made a couple of accusations towards the Pokemon community. Uh, not community, the Pokemon company, sorry. Uh, one of those is that they asked if they could do a Nuzlocke on the Nintendo Minute thing, which was promptly shut down, completely um, like just disrespected and thrown out immediately. And they gave a statement to them that says, we view this the same as playing a ROM hack, which... It's completely fucked, completely stupid. Um, like a- anyone who's done a Nuzlocke before will know that it's absolutely nothing like a-, a hacked game. It's literally just a bunch of self-imposed rules that you can break at any point. Um, but that doesn't stop there. So then everyone's favorite Nintendo shill, uh, who I don't personally think is a shill, but well, maybe a little bit. But anyway, uh, Joe Merrick decided <laughs> to wade into the situation and did what Joe Merrick does 
and defend the Pokemon company, saying that is not true, and put a bunch of tweets out insinuating that Kit and Krista were a liar. Now, he has walked those lying accusations back and apologised for them. I think it's fair to say. I think I need to give him due credit there. He has said, look, I didn't mean to uh, uh, call them liars. I didn't mean to insinuate anything. But he still did it in the first place. And he's he spoke to the Pokemon company, asking them for a comment to clear this whole thing up. And the Pokemon company put out a statement through Joe Merrick saying... We have no issue with anyone playing Nuzlocke rules or anything. We do not have any issue against it whatsoever. However, this whole situation sparked off a bunch of other creators, uh, people such as Tamashi Hiroka, um, I think Gucci Kant as well, um, did a like a statement saying, yeah, we were kicked off of the Nintendo Partner Program as soon as we did Nuzlocke's, and it was a bit messy. So you've got the one side... That is the Pokemon company that say, no, we had no issue with it. Joe Merrick on that side as well, saying, nah, 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 nah. And all of Joe Merrick's cronies deciding to defend him and say, oh, you need to apologize to Joe Merrick and kind of defend the Pokemon company in that way. And then you've got the other side of people like Kit and Krista and Tamashi who are saying, no, no, this is absolutely something that happened. So it's like, who's right and who's wrong? Are both right? Are both wrong? Is the community full of 12-year-olds? Yes, but in this situation, what the fuck is going on, lads? What do we think about this whole fucking stupid thing? Uh, I mean, Brandon, I'm going I'm to I'm let you shoot. I'm going to let you shoot your shit. Go for it. Um, I was thinking about this the other day, sort of like when I messaged Bob and said that, you know, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about, sort of like, I, I understand the ROM hack side of it. I completely understand the Pokemon community side of it. Uh, putting them on level pairing with a Nuzlocke is completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Pir- pirating a game and changing every aspect of it and then releasing it is completely different to like some self-ingested rules into the game like a Nuzlocke is. Um, so they're two completely different extremes. So saying they're on par is just completely wrong because mm-hmm. one is literally pirating a game. Like, I'm not against ROM hacks. I'm not as part of a as again as a content creator side point. It's different content. It's like I'm not part of the Pokemon company. I don't have partnership. Whatever. Like blah blah blah. Whatever. If they were playing, if the people that got kicked off the creation side were kicked off for ROM hacks, that makes more sense than them getting kicked off for Nuzlocks because they're just trying to play the game differently to a different audience. Now. Getting kicked off a creator partnership for playing Nuzlocke is, if that is true, I think, in in my opinion, is a bit shit. Like, they're just trying to do something that was going to increase their fan base or something that was going to bring in the viewership. And anything that's bringing in viewership to the Pokemon games or bringing in that... I keep forgetting this word. What is it? Um, engagement? Engage, Not engagement. Uh, exposure. Sort of, it's along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bringing towards the Pokemon games, surely that's a positive for everyone involved. It's more, it's more uh, viewership on the game um, and everything else. Do I think Pokemon will ever put any type of Nuzlocke system into their games? Absolutely not. Fuck no. It's not their idea. Any like, it's it's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Whoever came up with those original Nuzlocke rules, even if it's trademarked or not, the second the Pokemon company put something in there. That guy, whoever came up with them and originally whatever, would be an idiot not to go and turn around and say, well, actually, that was my idea. Give me money. 
one from the biggest gaming company in the world. If they ever did put Nuzlocke rules in, they would not be able to call it Nuzlocke because um, I'm sure you guys probably know, but the Nuzlocke name comes from a character in the the series uh, Lost. That his name was John Locke or something, uh, and it was from an old Pokemon webcomic that basically put that John Locke's face onto a C dot, which evolved into a Nuzleaf. <laughs> it, it was a weird, weird comic. Uh, I think it was called Pokemon Ruby Hard Mode. It, it's fun. Go and read it if you get the chance. But yeah, they wouldn't be able to call it Nuzlocke just because of the, you know, the whole kind of, <laughs> you know, the, the whole lost character thing. Yeah, but I, 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 I don't know. Go on and flop. No, Fluffs, you go ahead. Like, I, I just, in, in general, it just seems like a whole load of mess. For something that isn't even really that important, like who cares how people are playing the game? Like you don't need the Pokemon Company to put Nuzlocke rules into one of their games. If you want to do a Nuzlocke, just play it like a Nuzlocke, like we've been doing for the past fifteen years, or uh, it's probably not been fifteen years. So let's just say last ten years. That the Nuzlocke's been known. You don't need to, the Pokemon game to do it for you if you've been doing it for yourself. I'm gonna find I, out when Pokemon Hard Mode first came out. Like, it, I mean, I remember Easy Mode and Hard Mode in Black Two, White Two, and that was post. But that was that was even that was post game. It was sort of like, oh, I've just beaten the game. Let's unlock Easy Mode and play through it again, but make it a game for kids even easier. At least Hard Mode added a bit of AI. Okay, if they want to add the hard mode and actually increase the AI and stuff like that, sure, great. But in terms of like actually implying rules via like Nuzlocke, if things die, they can if faint, they're considered dead. Got to remember that side of it is a bit in terms of. I know it sounds stupid, but it's technically, if you think about it, a bit morbid for a, for a game that is about for, that's advertised for kids. And towards that fan base, because let's be honest, it is. I started playing this game when I was seven. If I found out that if I ever let my poor starter go to zero health and actually died, God, I'd be petrified to play the game as a seven-year-old. You know, okay, as a, as a 25-year-old, I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. It's a, it's a fucking video game. But as a seven-year-old kid, I, you know, I would be petrified to play a game. Like oh, gotcha. I mean, I remember in Pokemon Ruby where I, I didn't know how to work the box system and ended up releasing my dust stocks at Fortree City and just playing through the game with like six Pokemon, not knowing how to like <laughs> switch anything in and out and accidentally releasing the thing and being fucking mortified. Like if, if they added like a, a, a death element, that they probably wouldn't do like a, a death element. They'd try and flavor it some other way. But if they did... As you say, Brandon, I'd be fucking petrified of yeah, uh, of even you, playing the yeah, game. You think that traumatized me? I didn't play Emerald for two weeks because I didn't know what the when the poison on the screen. My one of my mons got poisoned, and the effect on the screen was doing it. I didn't play the game for two weeks because I thought I'd broke it, and I was I was going to have to tell my dad who had just bought me this brand new game that I'd broken it somehow. <laughs> and that was from the poison effect. Oh man! If that scared you, have you that, ever not that scared me? Have you ever knocked your cartridge while you're playing it? It just goes. Oh, mate, that, yeah. oh, Jesus mate. Christ, that's that's like nightmare fuel. That's yeah. That that is that is nightmare fuel. Now with this whole with this whole fucking debate, blah blah blah. blah 
Do you know what? Who my favourite take was actually on all of it? This will make you laugh once. This will make you laugh. There's someone who come out with their opinion. And I actually, it was my favourite opinion of everyone I've heard, right? We, we've clowned on him on the podcast and, you know, we've took the piss, right? Yo, but... how's it going, guys? Danny here. You're <laughs> right. Now, I, I drive a clown in him a lot, but his take on this was actually really good. So, obviously, when Joe Merrick come out, he says the Pokemon's company stance is, you know, they don't care about Nuzlocke. So, everyone's saying to Joe, right, but how do we know? And then Joe's response is, well, I'm not a liar. And we're like, well, no, we're not saying you are, but how do we know? Where's the statement? You can't just say it for them. They need to put out a statement. Uh, guys, and that's I've what... got a statement from the Pokemon company saying that they're now going to ban anyone that has uh, black hair. Uh, you're not allowed to play Pokemon anymore. Uh, my source is that they told me, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to show you. Well, someone said, someone said, well, where's the source? And he was like, trust me. And someone literally put back source, trust me, bro. Right? And on AJ's video, he was like, Joe, I like you, but that's that's from your mouth, not from the horse's mouth. That that's you saying this. That's not them. You can't say it for them. And I agree with I agreed with that. I don't know if they've since then come out with an official statement. I don't know. I've not seen it on the Twitter or anything. They, Maybe have, they, have, I don't. they have come out with a, an official statement saying that they have no issue with Nuzlocke rules. No, that's fine. If they have, then, you know, again, and it's not even a fact that, like, I didn't believe Joe, because I genuinely, again, it's not like you're altering the game, you're not breaking the terms of service, you're just changing the rules, right? So, I just, the only thing that annoyed me with Joe's point of view is that once someone says anything about Pokemon or the Pokemon company, the guy is there, man. Like, some people won't say he's a shill. I will, 100%, because he proves it every fucking time someone comes against Pokemon. But... <sighs> Um, yeah. I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. That's just uh, my opinion. I like Joe. Like I said, I like what Joe does for, for the... But I feel like he gets himself into too many arguments because of opinions. I think... In, in my, I've, I have no yeah. issue with Joe Merrick in terms of, like, what he does for Cerebi. I have no issue in terms with Joe Merrick doing what the fuck he wants on Twitter. I have an issue with Joe Merrick being an absolute fucking hypocrite at times. And the guy's, yeah. the guy's preaching about... You know, treating everyone equally on you know and being nice to people and and stop you know being an arsehole to people online and he's friends with people that do the exact same fucking thing and he spends his entire days like responding to people arguing with him on Twitter. Like, I think you need to practice what you preach, bro. I do think that you go to defend the Pokemon company unnecessarily sometimes. I think sometimes you just need to learn to keep your mouth shut. And I mean, that's, it's, it's funny for me to say that I'm on a fucking podcast. I'm literally giving my fucking opinion out. So, you know, you could say the same thing back to me, but you know, I, if I have no issue with Joe defending Pokemon, it's where he makes his living. He's got to have a good relationship with the company. Of course he does. He's a fucking Pokemon news website. He wants stuff early from Nintendo. He wants to be the first person they think of when they want to release news and release games and stuff. That's cool. The guy's allowed to do that. But I don't agree with trying to appear transparent when he's he's obviously not going to be unbiased. He, he's yeah, not, he's not. He I would say he is, but he, he's never going to be unbiased just because of the relationship he has with the Pokemon company. If, you know, if I had to choose someone to be like, "Yo, what's your opinion on this game?" I'd never ask Joe, and that's nothing against him because I I just feel like. Again, it's overwhelming positivity, which isn't always a bad thing, but it's just like, 
Now, we need more positivity in the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, but, you know, he's never going to give you his full unbridled opinion. Like, he, he has been critical of some aspects of Pokemon in the past, but that they've just been few and far between, and most of his criticism is based towards Niantic, not the Pokemon company themselves. Yeah, and again, and that's because Niantic don't affect him, right? But the Pokemon company do, so of course. Um, but it, it, it's a bit of a crazy one. Brandon, what's your thoughts on our beloved Mr. Joe Merrick? What's, uh, let's hear um, your take. I, well, I don't really have much of a take when it comes to Joe, to be honest. Uh, I've I've seen some stuff on Twitter, but in terms of like, you know, he he does a lot for the community in terms of Cerebi. I use Cerebi quite frequently. The information is always up to date. Oh, cool, yeah. What he does for the community in that sense is really good. In oh, it's amazing, his, yeah. In terms of his hot takes, we all have hot takes. I've got nothing against the guy. I've I've heard good things about him. I've heard bad things about him. Personally, I've never interacted with him. So it, when it gets to stuff like that, I don't really have a place to, to say. Other yeah, than, no, cool. you know, I've I, I, I use what he supplies towards the community. If 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 he has that relationship with Nintendo and with the Pokemon company, then you can't fault the guy for trying to defend them. If if he has that connection with them and he like like Alex said, if he makes his living from from that connection and from the content, then you know, if that was me in his position, I I would probably go out about it a different way, but I definitely would also stand my ground and try and help in a way I could, unless I thought they were absolutely in the wrong, because I'll always, no matter who you are, if I think you're wrong, I'll tell you you're fucking wrong. Oh yeah, don't, but... don't get me wrong. He has, like, I know that's not what you're saying, but like, I want to clarify that like, he has gone against Pokemon and he has like stood up against them for certain decisions, like in terms of like delaying games and releasing schedules in, in like a fucked up way and not being transparent he does go after them for stuff like that but when it comes to the quality of their games and their pr side of things he's he does tend to be like unwaveringly positive in most of the time and that's cool that's his opinion he's allowed to have it he can do what he wants i just don't agree with trying to appear transparent while doing it yeah yeah, it, it's a mad one. Like I said, like people will listen to this and think we're shitting on Joe. We're genuinely not. Like when someone does something I agree with, I just don't agree with the, some of the stuff he does. Mm. So I'm just going to play it. Like, I, you know, I don't, it's not me going, Joe Merrick himself is a bad person. Of course not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that he's just another dude. You know what I mean? Like, this is just in terms of Pokemon and the community outside of it all. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a different, a different side. And again, I don't take it too serious. You know, as certain people think I do. Like, it's not a thing that, you know, I'll finish this podcast and I'll just be writhing all night long. And then the missus is like, guess what's wrong? And I'm like, I just can't fucking believe Joe. <laughs> and I'm smashing my room to pieces and fucking, <laughs> it's not, it's not that serious. It's just funny. It's just funny. But the funniest thing to come out for me was what A-Drive put on Twitter. He put, uh, the Pokemon community have announced that Shiny Hunting is now banned and your cartridges will get wiped if they found out you have Shiny Pokemon. And he put, like, forward slash S on his tweet for sarcasm, but a lot of people didn't quite grasp that. Oh, and, um... yeah. People generally thought it was to do with, like, the gambling thing on, <laughs> yeah. on Twitter, didn't they? And it was sort of just like, oh, how is Shiny Hunting gambling? And it was sort of like, oh, because you're gambling with odds and people generally thought it was serious. And it's just like... I remember looking at it and thinking... Are people really this fucking stupid? <laughs> yes, like people are. <laughs> like genuinely, I was like, it's a fucking kids game. Oh, I mean, push my I, fingers I, I, in I'll, my eyes. 
Yeah. Pokemon, man. Pokemon can cause... Pokemon is the only child's game I know that can cause grown-ass adults to fight each other. It's, it's nuts. It's oh, actually yeah. nuts. Um, yeah, it's still the closest we've ever came to world peace. Funny that. Pokemon Go. <laughs> that first time it came out. Hell yeah. So are we all confirming that Joe America is against world peace because he doesn't like Pokemon <laughs> Go that much? Can we run with that? That, that was... Uh, that was Brandon who said that, everyone. Brandon just confirmed Joe Merrick does not want world peace. Nuclear war is what he wants. No, we're joking. Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm just taking a piss. Speaking of positivity in the community, though, um, I mean, I don't know if you like it, Brandon. Sorry if you don't, but fuck it. Um, Ed Sheeran's got a new song coming out. Who, fuck, who the fuck asked? Um, <laughs> this is a Pokemon podcast. No. Who the he, fuck cares? No, nah, he's Next not. Listen, we love Ed. We love Ed. All right, Ed's, Ed's been a guest on here a few times. He's a he's a good lad. Any, Ed's anyone? Ed's the co-host. Ed, Ed's the fucking. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Are you not gonna? Have you not heard the preview of it, Brandon? Or do you just not like Ed Sheeran? I, uh, I do like Ed Sheeran. I I I've listened to his music. I've covered songs of his music that we will not talk about, Alex. But <laughs> uh, oh, that's an awful cover. Um. <laughs> Uh, I just, I just, this is this. We talk, we talk about Pokemon. Why are we, why are we talking about it? Sure, because he's making a song for Pokemon. He's made, oh, he's making a song for Pokemon. Yeah, it's yeah. not just, we just not just randomly decided to talk. I generally thought you guys were just wanting to talk about Ed Sheeran, and I'm sort of like, what the, who the fuck are? Did you, think <laughs> I just, did you think I went right? Moving on to the next topic, let's speak about Ed Sheeran. You're like, uh, just your brain's just, just, just buffering. Bro, just it's really half past ten in the evening. I've been up since seven this morning. Yes, I do think. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Ed Sheeran is releasing a song called Celestial, which is about Pokemon, mm-hmm. and um, that's on the 29th of um, of September, so next week. Rumor and has it as well, sorry, uh, yeah, go for it. he's also going to be doing some music for the game. Scarlet now, the leak, following on from that one, it the leak has come out and said he has done a song for the game. Damn! And apparently, it's a big surprise when you hear it. Now, do you reckon they'll have vocal? In the song, we'd reckon it'll just be like the instrumental. Every time you encounter a wild Pokemon, Ed Sheeran going, You're gonna catch them all! You're gonna catch them all! <laughs> <laughs> you encounter a Pokemon, you want to smash your head against a fucking wall. Gotta catch them all. Gotta do it. Done, done. Oh, imagine that. Imagine. Like, I, hope, I hope it's got vocal in it, personally. Um, I wish Pokemon would do that. You will regret saying that if there actually is, and it's the most annoying, aggravating part of like the song. No, no, just just have it play once, like the credits or some shit. You know, like just we don't need to hear it all the time. Mate, if you want, Ed Sheeran works on a song. When does it? When does it air? When the game's done. <laughs> <laughs> when you finish. <laughs> I, I I suggest this ones. Have you had the preview for it? I haven't, and I'm gonna go and check it out after we uh, after we finish this. But I know that he's posted it on his Twitter, so uh, yeah, I'll go check out. Mine's good. I, I like it. Um, that's all I got for Ed, really. Um, I don't know what Joe. I don't know Ed Joe. I don't know what Ed stance on the nose. I don't know what Joe's stance on Ed is, but you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what Ed's stance on the whole Nuzlocke thing is. When we next have him on, Brandon, we'll ask him for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The biggest Pokemon community since the One Direction did an advert for him. Oh, God, yeah, I remember that. Big Harry Styles playing Pokemon Black. No wonder it was the fucking biggest selling game. One Direction. 
Yeah, yeah, but man, I'm about to get it. But you don't even like Pokemon, Timmy. But man, Harry's but no, fucking playing it. playing it. Satan's got a Pikachu. <laughs> Do you not remember the whole Peter thing with uh, Pokemon Black and White? Pokemon Black Peter and was... Blue, you mean? Oh, is that what they did? Pokemon yeah. Black and Blue. <laughs> the whole campaign. That is the funniest thing I will ever, ever remember when it comes to so Pokemon. Stupid. I could. Like, I... <sighs> I don't get it. Like, of all of the things that you could target as a, an animal rights organization, why the fuck are you targeting the game that literally asks the same questions that, like, like black and white is like the most pro, like, pro Peter Pokemon game out there. It's a whole organization said, yeah, Pokemon don't deserve to be enslaved and fucking trapped inside balls. Like, why would you attack that game? Oh. <laughs> I, I, I always get a good giggle when I think about it. I remember the um, promotional post that I put about it, and it's like I'm sure it's like Pikachu and like a collar just battered, like really sad. Oh, yeah, bloodied <laughs> and fucking got a yeah. spike collar on and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck it up. Oh, come on. Uh. What, what can you do? What can you do? Um, I don't I doubt you two have really, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Have you guys watched uh, Arceus Chronicles on Twitter? The new uh, on Twitter, fucking Netflix, fuck <laughs> uh, on Netflix. <laughs> have, you, have you watched that yet? No, I have no. not. Have you seen any, Mister Flavadosh? Nah, me and Sophie was going to watch it tonight, but she's kind of just absolutely flubberdushed in the bed at the moment. She's just fucked. She's so ill. So flubberdushed. <laughs> she's trying. To, she's got half a smile. She let out a little uh, little giggle at that one. That's uh, top comedy bants. Um, I've not watched it now. I'm probably going to watch it tonight after I play some Fall Guys. Um, and yeah, man. Probably going to watch it tonight at some point after after we finish up on this. But uh, so, before you was on, Brandon, we spoke about, you know, um, BDSP coming out Legends Arceus. I know we just spoke about your thoughts and feelings on Legends Arceus, but um, BDSP and Legends Arceus, a quick rating out of 10 for both of them, in your opinion. What, how, how did you feel? Um, I'm dropping it on you, man. What Legends Arceus on, did for, like, the games and the response that it got, I'd give it a solid 8 out of 10. Um, I like the gameplay. Like me, don't think me not finishing it is me saying it's a bad game. I once again will remind people I was doing a teaching degree and having any free time to myself was just not possible. Um, so a solid eight out of ten. BDSP, I think I got past. I don't even think I've beat. I think I've just beat Fantina, and I was like, yeah, I, it's 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 playing diamond and pearl if i wanted to play through these games i'll load up dezume and play it with speed up so i can actually bear going through these slow ass games again like yeah so what's your rating for for uh, uh brilliant diamond i'll give it a, i'll give it a six i like the underground <gasps> system i'll give it a six i like the underground six. system that's uh, five more than i would have given it mate uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, be, I'm being nice. The, the fact I was allowed to use a Gardevoir this time helped me out because it made my team selection very good. And, you know, my final team for the game was probably a bit broken, but that's my specialty. So, fuck it. Wow. A six, man. Um, the game does not get more than a three for me. Absolutely not. Oh, um, it gets a fucking rock one. bottom one from me, bro. And uh, yeah, yeah. I can officially say that tomorrow it will have been nine months since I received a copy of that game, and it is still in the fucking plastic wrapping. 
I have not taken it out of the plastic so yet. How, wait, hang on. How can you give it a one without playing it yourself? I played a friend's copy. For how long? For about an hour. I mean, as long uh... as you play Diamond and Pearl, right? He, he, he's probably played And it, I watched no? a bunch of Let's Plays of it, and I saw a bunch of people streaming it. I know all the, the features that are in it. Uh, I've seen all of the... You know the issues with it. I saw speedrunners take that game apart and complete it in under six minutes. The record <laughs> currently stands at about three minutes. Uh, I, I've seen like I know those games like the back of my hand, and I refuse to take it out of the packaging because it came out before I was able to to get a copy for myself. Uh, so I played. I think it was Ryan's. It might have been Ryan. I can't remember. I think it was Ryan's for like an hour and then immediately it was like why am i playing this like it's just diamond and pearl with shit graphics and a bunch of bugs uh, and then when i got a copy for christmas i just never fucking opened it because i had no intention of doing so and it will stay that way until i decide that it's worth selling i mean yeah that i i like that take i love that take as a matter of fact one do you never play it don't ever play it. Um, play Sun and Moon. I'd rather play... Actually, oh, Brandon. Sun and Moon or BDSP? BDSP. Oh. Get the fuck oh. out. Oh. I'm rage quitting. I'm in a lowly stand. I'm rage quitting. <laughs> BDSP. Fucking Sun and Moon and fucking wank. Oh, oh. They're so bad. Yeah. It, takes, it takes you... Through, that hour that you played a BDSP, I'm still at the start of the game for Sun and Moon because there's right. so many cutscenes. I'll you give you can't that. skip so much dialogue that are oh, i just no I Look, just, I'll, I'll give you that. my head against the fucking wall there are a lot of cutscenes in sun and moon in alola i get that but if you can get past those the game is genuinely really playable mm. the the whole environment is just vibrant it looks there's, gorgeous there's, there's, on the ds no oh god no uh, the, oh, the, the bloody character look whenever he's in a cutscene looks like someone's taken over his soul that's not like actually he true. He doesn't have emotions. <laughs> He's just staring into the darkness. That is absolutely <laughs> untrue. I will show you screenshots that prove the opposite. That is a meme that got spread around uh, and I, people I, took it for fact. I, he no. shows emotion in basically every cutscene besides like one or two. There is, there is one good thing that came out of, of BDSP and that's Guzman's theme. That's it. Oh, that's funny. BDSP? The fucking Lusamine has literal insert penetration sex with Nihilego. Uh, she literally gets absorbed by Nihilego. This game is rated seven for everyone. Uh, yeah, I, I must have then, missed that then, scene. Then, then why does why does why does Lusamine decide to go inside of Nihilego then? One D, one D, no, no, one D. You, you need to complete the decks. It's in the credits. It's, it's oh the final yeah, thing. complete the national um, decks that doesn't exist. I, I'm not. I'm not. Smoking I am. That, that I am going happen. to let you. Um, I am going to let you both. Carry, I'm going to let you both carry on this point. Um, I just want to quickly. I'm not going to read out the article. I'm just going to read out the subtitle. Pokemon are just boring Bionicles. Right, carry on. Mate, <laughs> Bionicles are the shit. I fucking love Bionicles. Ah, well, <laughs> those things that every you got them for Christmas every year, but you never actually played with it. Oh no, I used to play with them all the fucking time. I hated them. I hate them more than Brandon hates Sun and Moon. Wow. That's a take. 
I'm learning a lot about you two today. I'm, I'm not sure if this friendship can continue. <laughs> Sun and Moon's trash, bro. Hey, hey, well, I like Sun and Moon more than BDSP, all right? I'm, I'm in the good books right now. Oh, I mean, you just said you hate Bionicles, so I, I can't exactly put you in the good books. <laughs> I mean, it is boring, though, isn't it? You know, it's a bit shit. No, it's trash. Some say, some say, trasher than BDSP, mate. I, I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, um, I'm shaking with rage. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Has anybody watched the anime? How's Ash doing? Hasn't he just oh, beat Cynthia? Oh, I'm not. I'm not six years old anymore. I couldn't <laughs> care less. Raf, Raf, um, Brandon does not speak for me. Okay. No, um, uh, I love Raf. I love Raf. I love Aussie. I love. I love the anime. If you they love don't... that type of shit, then go for it. I don't watch any kind of anime. I think it's weird. I think one of my hot takes is that I don't think anime is good at all. Um, uh, uh, that is probably my biggest hot take. You, you know, you know the Patrick meme where he stood there and it's sort of like, what is your hottest take? And my biggest thing that I trigger anime people what about. Whenever they tell me they're watching anime, I'm just telling them they're watching hentai. So like, all you're doing is watching you're watching cartoon porn, bro. That's all you're doing. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm like, yeah, you are. That, that, that and it just it triggers them so much. It's oh, absolutely Brandon. hilarious. Brandon, Brandon, hilarious. Brandon. He's going from friend to active enemy at this point. Oh, uh, it's so <laughs> fucking funny. They get so triggered by it. Yeah, I'm not interested in watching cartoons, bro. I'm not six anymore. You're not six, but you play a game that is allowed for sevens, no? Yeah, for ad revenue and to get an income. No, oh, oh is that the sole reason? I no, literally no, no. said at the start of this, I only play Pokemon for the YouTube now. No, I'm that. not. I'm I haven't not. finished I, I'm... Legends Arceus and I haven't finished BDSP. I reckon if you stop YouTube, right, and Scarlet Violet come out, I guarantee you're still going to get them. You're still going to play them. I, I can, I believe that with my heart, Brandon. No, I probably would, but not at first. I think oh, you just because right? people will be talking about all of the the multiplayer stuff and people like um you know in the Beamden chat would be wanting to play it and you feel left out so you'd at least go and get it then and join okay, in. Okay, so playing the game with my friends, yes. Playing it by myself, probably not, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, still counts, right? Again, I, I agree with the whole, I don't think I could play Pokemon for a story now. I could not give a shit. I mainly spam through the dialogue because I, I could give zero fucks. I really could. I mean, um, I you do now because in the in the old games, you couldn't do that because no, the couldn't. game had to tell you where to go. Yeah. Now the game just yeah, gives you a flag on the map of where you need to go next. You literally can just spam for everything, not have a fucking clue what's going on and still get through the game. Yeah, but back then the stories were decent, man. It had some depth to it. Even Sun and Moon. Actually, I'd say Sun and Moon's one of the best stories. Yeah, thank you. But, thank you. Um, um, obviously, Brandon for BDSP. Well, you remember that Lucemine has sex with a Nihilator, Luce, apparently. Yeah, that, exactly. Well, I was scarred. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, the Vaporeon lovers are going to love this. Oh, Did you fuck, know that no. Vapor... <laughs> No, no, we're not doing this. Listen, fun fact, I titled an episode of the podcast, right? Um, Vaporeon does what? Right, and let, let me just see. I'm going to let you two got chat. Most, got a lot of views, mate. A second, you, you, look, name this one something to do with Gardevoir or Lopunny. Mate, you're in. <laughs> Lopunny does what? All of, all of Velisify's viewers, they're here, bro. They're oh. on us. Well, if you are here, uh, Velisify viewers, uh, hi, welcome. Uh, now kindly fuck off. Now kindly get fucked. <laughs> what, what's your opinions on furries, Brandon? Uh, I don't... I, 
I don't kink shame. Whatever you're into, you're into. Uh, but it's not for me, bro. Uh, you're into like I. I have people in my comment sections with pictures of like furries, and I'm just like, yeah, you do you, bro. You you clearly want to fuck God of War, but whatever. You, you do you, but stay the fuck away from. Yeah, me. you do you, but don't put God of War tits in my face. I don't care, bro. I, I'll take I'll take I'll take my girlfriend's human body over a pixelated fucking. Yeah, it's why you're in your mum's basement having a fucking wank, mate. Like, <laughs> to to a picture of a dog. To a, yeah, literally. Yeah, I, I have a phobia of furbies. Um, fun fact, a li- li- legit furbies. phobia. Furries or furbies? Because no, no, no. furbies are legit terrifying. <laughs> no, 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 furries. I'm, I'm terrified of them. I'd, when I go Comic Con, like if if someone if someone were to have a fear of me, just dress up as a furry. I wouldn't go near you. Like I would not. I, I would refuse. You could probably bomb my family, and I would never come for you if you had a furry costume. Because it's fuck that man. That's that's too scary. Like, no. Generally, it's at the point where the it it it's you know it's weird when I've, I'm funny enough I'm on Serbi right now and one of the mons in it is Incineroar. I remember the okay. first time I saw Incineroar and I went Jesus fucking Christ! Give it a give it a day before there's a picture of that thing with a massive dick and a six pack on Google. Tony the Tiger turns um, to porn, right? Yeah, literally. <laughs> and the, the second I saw that gra- the grass starter for uh, Scarlet and Violet. I can't remember its name. I can never remember the name. Sprigatito. Sprigatito. I guarantee I was sort of like, that thing's that thing ends up on two legs. Jesus, the furry's going to have a field day. Oh, and it, it probably will. It most likely will. As far as I'm aware, it will be on two legs. But oh, what about that? Right. Cat. Keep it on four legs. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right. We're going to go to an interlude because it's, it's on the hour point. And then I'll invite you two back for the final segment. Right. Well, we're back from the interlude. Um, we all just watched the threesome together. It was really fun, right, boys? My favourite part was the last ten minutes. That was uh, that was fun. One you wanted to watch another one. I, I, I didn't have it in me to be oh, truthful. Oh, mate, I liked it when the incineral took its trousers down. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I did not partake in this. I would like to disclose <laughs> that I did not part- participate in the fairy watching. He says this. He's the one that picked the film. Um, right. <laughs> right. I wanted to watch Dobby Does Dumbledore, but hey ho. <laughs> Dobby does Dumbledore. Even the missus is having a crack at that one. Dobby. <laughs> right. I'm gonna. I might have to type that into Google after this podcast. Oh, please don't. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll have a little Google and send you the images I find. Right, um, okay. Harry Potter and the goblet in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and the goblet of a uh, of fucking report. Right, listen, we're going to talk about Central Leaks. We love Central Leaks, right? Um, I'd say, do you care about any leaks, Brandon? But you probably fucking don't. You nah. probably oh, that's fine. Um, onesie does, but fuck onesie. Am I right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> right, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet leaks. You can get a glaring meowth uh, via in-game trade. Teachers request a poor me, uh, and not a pawn. Poor me, like it's a little, a little fox Pokemon. Um, blah 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 blah. Detective Pikachu two seems very likely for next year, according to a job posting that was accidentally leaked. Um, ones did you play the first Detective Pikachu? Nah, I never played the first one. Uh, I wanted I, to. I generally thought we were talking about the film. That's how much the first game clearly mattered to me. <laughs> the, the Detective Pikachu 2, the film, got cancelled, I'm afraid. 
it did, which was ridiculous because Detective Pikachu, the film, did phenomenally well. I went to see it in the cinema. And still, uh, my favourite part of that film, still forever, will still just be the one line from the best character in the entire film, which is Ludicolo. <laughs> just because there was a bunch of kids in this cinema and uh, I think it was me, Dave, I think Will and Emily were down. Uh, my friend Tom was there as well. And it was the fact that Ludicolo was like, Ludicolo! And the only two people that laughed really loudly were me and Dave. And it was just like, <laughs> of course, it was me and Dave were just like, ah! we also thought like it was quite like it was it was quite one of those moments where we all looked at each other when we sat down and realized we were surrounded by 10 year olds and it's sort of just like (laughs) fuck are we too old for this now we're like nah (laughs) (laughs) i um so you know at the end where like is it was it pikachu that nearly dies by a mewtwo right it's always the gimmick in pokemon films like the, I think the Pikachu nearly died at the end, right? When the Mewtwo was took over by that fucking weird villain dude. I think you so, know, like yeah. All, yeah, you know the kids, ditto, yeah, you know all the kids in the fucking cinema and they're like gutted. Like obviously we know as adults that it, it, it'll be fine. I'm like <laughs> just laughing at a dead Pikachu and I'm thinking I'm actually a horrible person. I'm, I'm actually a vile person. Like. <laughs> Like I remember when I when I was young and we got the first Pokemon movie. I, I obviously asked my dad to watch it when I was really little, like what seven or six or something. And um we watched it and then when Ash jumped in front of Mewtwo and Mew, my dad just went in his brummy accent, oh it's a load of bollocks. The <laughs> <laughs> best part of that film is just the Psyduck slapping the shit out of each other. Smack. <laughs> That's just the best part of that film. Just, I would just watch that on a loop for a good 20 minutes of just these two Psyducks just going to fucking pound on each other. Just fucking smack. Die! Smack! smack. Just oh, God, I remember that. That'd be fucking great. I'm sorry. That's just the best part of that film. I mean, it was The last time we watched it as well, again, we were, uh, I think it was the same time when we all watched Detective Pikachu, but we were all at Dave's. And I swear a lot, we'd been drinking for like, the so we watched the first Pokemon movie, Pissed. So obviously I'm, and I think, I don't think I'd, I'd actually ever seen it before. And obviously seeing the site, I just, I was laughing my fucking ass. I was just like, just, I was sure, just like, just roll it back, roll it back. That's the best thing I've ever fucking seen. Just smack. <laughs> Great. <laughs> fucking love it. Psyduck's fucking top tier, Mon. I don't fucking care. Fucking oh, for sure. One. For sure. I'll, great I one. would happily spend the rest of the podcast just watching the clip. The <laughs> only other funny. The funniest, uh, the only other funny clip of Pokemon I ever remind admin tears. Have you heard it, Brandon? I think once has the Zapdos, the Zapdos anime cry. Who's that Pokemon? It's Zapdos. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the comments is just like. Uh, the producers to the voice actor, right? Sound as if you've just lost your only kid in a car crash. And he just went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I've just on YouTube. Psyduck smacking each other. It's a seven-second clip. It's got 122 views. You already know I'm about to put this on loop for an hour and upload it myself and get fucking bomb, mate. This fucking greatest video ever. <laughs> um, right. Okay, move past before the next 50 minutes should just be fucking laughing or however long, right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just watched it. <laughs> it's the sound effect as well. They go, side, and you just hear. 
<laughs> Sigh. <laughs> you just hear the audible pain in their voices. Like, Sigh. Smack. <laughs> you hear the slap sound. It just. <laughs> right, ones. Okay, I need to speak about this before I uh, just lose. The last time this happened was when we was with Chad and we were just laughing at a drive for half an hour, like a drive in a car. Yeah. Uh, shout out needle to a needle. Um, right. We spoke on the last podcast, funnily enough, about the Nintendo Switch Pro slash the Nintendo Switch 2, right? Um, thinking about what, what was going to come, what we'd have our opinions on. But there is some news on um, what this this console will have inside of it. Um, so I don't know if this means anything to you, but let me know if anything shouts out. So it's going to have an eight-core CPU, which... Tell me if I'm wrong. That's quite powerful, right? Eight cores. I'm not the biggest PC tech head in the world, but eight cores sounds powerful. Oh no, does that does that sound powerful to anyone? Eight core CPU. It sounds powerful, but it could also just be fucking. I I, I don't know jack shit about like specs and and PC strength. Yeah. So well, yeah. So eight core is the same as same range as a PS5 and Xbox Series. Is it Xbox Series X is the most recent one? So it's yeah. amount of cores, amount of yeah. So eight core CPU is the same amount of technology as the most recent releases of console. So someone in the comments said, uh, "Can anyone explain this to current consoles out there?" So I'm looking at power wise, and someone said, "This is just about." Someone said, "With all of the specs uh, that they've announced, it's not as powerful as a PS5 or a Series X, but it's more powerful than a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One X." Yeah. So it's up there. It's up there as a as a. I'd say that's quite powerful, look, because the Xbox One X could reach sixty frames per second. So what are the odds? Of, I know Nintendo don't give a fuck really about gameplay or um, well, not gameplay, but you know, advancements in technology. But do you think the next Nintendo console will have sixty frames at least? Because it's surely time, right? Yeah. That no, they will. Because <laughs> a, a PS4 and Xbox One Series X, whatever. Pro, um, they are obviously 60 frames per second, 1080p, blah blah blah, whatever, and they run six and seven cores, even though they have eight in them, it, they only need to use six or seven of them to run 60 frames per second, 1080p. So, surely the Nintendo Switch 2 or Pro, whatever the fuck they want to call it, is going to be able to run 60 frames per second HD. Well, you'd like to think so, anyway. So, so the response here, this is an oversimplification, but handheld mode, similar to Xbox One level, and docked mode, slightly better than PS4 Pro. Um, and the DLSS will be a game changer. That's what they're saying on there. So that's interesting. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I think I like the Switch. It's just not a powerful console. It's shit in the regards of, you know, if I could play Pokemon... On a PS5 slash Xbox Series X, I would. Uh, I, you know. I, I st- I'm still waiting to get a PS5. I. <laughs> It'd be years before we find, like they finally sort out the uh, the production Shot. issues with it. I mean, they've been out. What is it? Is it two years they've been out, and you still can't walk into like a game and buy one? No, nope. it's ridiculous. It's isn't the it? chips, right? It's the chips that they're having problem with. I'm pretty sure. Because that they use the same chips as so many other things. Obviously. Xbox can get more out because they're owned obviously by Microsoft and they have a stake in, you know, the parts for PCs and whatnot. So they're able to um 
to, to get more out than PlayStation. You won't ever make oh, yeah. it buy one, though. Right, you, would you never get an Xbox? No, nah, I'm PlayStation, bro. Oh, I'm Team Xbox all the way, me, mate. I fucking love my Xbox. I love it. I, I've had a, I've got a PS4, but I, other than other than for Spider Man, I could give two fucks to be truthful. Um, I love Spider Man. Yeah, there's just not that includes... there's not yet to debate about our, the version exclusives because uh, opinions, opinions. But PS5, PlayStation exclusive, shit all over Xbox. You've got oh, one. Sure. You've got one good version exclusive, and that's Gears. I love Gear. I, Gear, I, I'll Gear, also give Gear, you Forza over Gran Turismo. No, you're right. I'd, I'd agree with them too. I, I think Halo's a bag of shit, personally, mate. I would agree. It's just all of the exclusives for PlayStation. I could give two fucks about other than Spider-Man. Maybe Last of Us, but Last yeah. Last of Us, Horizon. Oh, yeah, I don't Uncharted care. series, yeah. God of War. Again, again, couldn't care less, man. I just, like, maybe if I played them, I'd like them, but considering I haven't played them, I'll consider myself happy that I've, I've, I'm only missing out on two top-tier bangers. Um... How much money do you think Pokemon would make if they just brought out like Pokemon like on other consoles? Let, let's just shoot the shit and just say it happened. Oh, I don't know. Fuck loads. They Absolute would be. It, it would be the best selling game like series of all time at that point. It, it would. Wow. I don't think my Minecraft is going to take some beating, like a lot of beating. Let's see. The um, thing is, most people who have got Minecraft have got it on like one platform or two platforms that. It's already like it's already made its money. Minecraft has. I don't. Th- I think if Pokemon went on to like PlayStation, Xbox, uh, PC, it would just completely destroy all the charts. Maybe potentially. I mean, maybe maybe Temtem or Power World can take over Pokemon. <laughs> fucking Power World. Let's fucking go. I want to fucking fire Bro. a shotgun at my Pikachu. Listen, Power World looks fucking incredible. I don't care. (laughs) Who wants to say anything about that game? Power World looks fucking incredible. And not incredible because, oh my God, what a great game. Incredible because I'm going to be pissing myself laughing while playing it. You know a game that's just so bad, you enjoy the fuck out of it? Like Saints Row, if you want. Like Saints Row or Cyberpunk when that come out. All the T-pos and admin stitches, mate. I love that game when it come out. It was fucking great. Um, (laughs) Unreal. Right, Brandon, are you excited for Scarlet and Violet? Truthfully, what, what are your thoughts and feelings of everything that's been announced, if you do know anything that's been announced? Um, yeah and no. Um, again, it's it's another Pokemon game. I try and... I've, I've been... I think, again, and Alex can hate me for this, Sun and Moon ruined the Pokemon series for me because I was very mm. excited about those games and was massively let down for my expectations maybe i put too much expectations in them maybe that was my own fault um maybe you trusted alex right but i I don't know i try not to get too excited (laughs) about the series anymore because i know the limitations that with them being games for kids there's going to be certain elements that i'm just going to be like oh great um but i like sort of the direction that they're going i like the open world standpoint of it i think that's really cool um, I like the fact that you can do it, the gyms in any order. I, I, I like the freedom that they're allowing, um, the different stories, which means... Do you know, out of interest, know, do you know, I think the level scaling kind of makes it pointless though. Uh, yeah, so, uh, well, it, it's, it's, it's going to be something that we have to wait to see how they do it. So 
how it how it works that's my original thought is how on earth are they going to manage this is it literally the first gym is going to be this set level no matter which one you take on which seems like the obvious choice to go for but then if it's open world you literally could just go out grind your start to level 100 and dick them all no matter what so yeah, yeah, it's yeah it's gonna be interesting to see if they do it via your levels i think that would add an element of strategy to the games which would increase like, again increase the difficulty which i think is a lot what the community want is they want them to be harder so if so it basically stops people from going out and grinding their mons to level 100 because if the if you say it like the gyms will scale to your level if you go into the first gym and that gym leader's got a level 100 same as you okay if you've got type advantage yeah sure you're going to win but if you don't you've just wasted all that time grinding for no reason but so, if that first gym, yeah, no matter what, is going to be level 16, let's just say, for example, and you do grow and grind at level 100, it doesn't matter what order you do them in. You've got a level 100 starter. You're probably just going to dick them all anyway. So, yeah, I think I think it's one of those where we've just got to wait and see. Uh, as a creator standpoint, it's going to be re- really interesting for me, especially with the Team Builder series, because I'm probably going to have to go a lot more in depth with it and say, use this team, but also do this story in this order. Like... I will play the games again for YouTube. I'm looking forward to playing the game. Like This is the part of me that is looking forward to the games. I'm looking forward to seeing how they change it. Like I'm excited to see how they change it from a content creator's point of view. Are they going to make it hard for me? So we've, um, with the leaks, and again, everything that Kaka and Riddler have said have pretty much come to fruition. Everything's been true, unless it's just, you know, um, certain translation errors and whatnot but from what's been come out and what we know of um all of the gyms are set level none of them scale to your level you have two gyms that are level 10 you have two gyms that are level 20 i think one that's 30 and then the last the last three or four go up by like two, five or two, ten levels. two gyms at level 10 so you've got so you've got on the east side of the map a gym that's level 10 because Judging by how the game plays, at the start of the game, you choose whether you'd like to go left or right. You can go anywhere you want, really, but the chances are the two areas will have similar levels, and some players are going to go to the east side of the map, some players are going to go to the west side of the map, and there's two gyms that are identical levels on each side, and there's two gyms that are level 20. Oh, yeah. I get you, right. Well, which website um, has bag on? That's where I'm going, bro. Hey. <laughs> I think it's only... Is it Violet? I know it's... Yep, a comp- it's exclusive. That's why I'm getting Violet. Also, the fucking purple sworded fucking dude, because he's lit. Sarah Lash. Yeah, that's, he's so, so my, team, my team so far is him, a Salamence, and Cloth because we love Cloth. Cloth is a is an absolute don. Big boy. Can we, can we be expecting a Nuzlocke from you, Mr. Brandon, mate? Uh, if I enjoy the game enough. Sure, why not? Why would he do a Nuzlocke? The Pokemon company were, you know, they've already said that that's basically <laughs> oh, just I'm, wrong. I'm hacking. a mad gambler. I'm going to shiny hunt for a Bagon, even though I. Oh, you're going to get banned off Twitch, bro. I mean, oh, shinies are in the overworld. Twitch when I have a YouTube partnership. Fuck. <laughs> shinies are in the overworld, so you might enjoy shiny hunting on this game, unless Ooh, you don't overworld. like. Ooh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, unless you don't like overworld shinies, like oh, I some. I like overworld shinies. We we had Pokejacks on him. By the way, shout out to Pokejacks. Um, and I was just like, "What are your opinions on um Overworld?" He was like, "Fucking shit, mate." Yeah, he's fucking Australian. He's like, "Yeah, I think it's a bag of shit." And I'm just like, "Oh right, okay." Okay, sure. <laughs> so that's our hot take. 
That's, I a, that's a shit take. That's a really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, said, I, said, I said it to him. I said I completely disagree. I would rather not waste my time encountering Pokemon to see if it's a different colour. I'd rather just fly yep. past in the overworld yeah. and look. And see it. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's one part of Legends Arceus that was really good. The yeah. hunting oh, was the hunting, hunting, hunting. Yeah, was really good. Ma- I mean, maybe a dude, a dude has managed to do and I watched his video the other day. I can't remember his name, but shout out to the guy that did this. Got a shiny living dex in Legends Arceus. Like Jesus. fucking fair play, man. Like he he yeah. said by the end of it, he wanted to kill himself. <laughs> he didn't. Sorry, trigger. I mean, but so like hundred and seventy shinies on that game. Like she got close to it. Obviously, we got burnt out, but it's a bit broken. I'll say that for Legends Arts. You're shiny hunting like the game, especially if you've got the charm and perfect decks. It's fucking everything's Masuda rods. So at that point, it's a bit like, oh, might maybe a bit overpowered. But I agree. I. I I love overworld shinies, and let's hope, um, let's hope that you know. I'm looking forward to it. One, I know you you wasn't really excited for BDSP for good reasons. I know you liked Legends Arceus. Are you getting this day one as well? Well, Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine asking me if I'm getting Scarlet and Violet day See, one. You say that, but there have been Pokemon releases where I've, I've I'm like, oh, bro, are you on, and you're like, I've not even got it, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's mainly more of the side games nowadays. I absolutely i don't know like the main series games were always going to be like a special occasion for me and after sword and shield i kind of tempered my expectations i said to myself i'm going to find out what the game is actually like before i decide to actually sit down and buy it but from what i've seen about scarlet and violet so far all of the hype or the fact that even the leakers have enjoyed the game and genuinely said it's fucking amazing and has like a good story and stuff i think it's worth I think I'm going to take that risk. I'm going to get it day one, and I'm actually going to book a day or two off work just so I can do nothing but play these games. It's crazy. I, I, are you both going to do what I'm going to do and get the double pack and, and give Pokemon even more money? Mm, I'm I'm currently over a grand in my overdraft, so I doubt it. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. That, yeah, no, fair enough, man. I, I understand how that feels, man. Trust well, me, definitely I, do. I might be getting a pay rise soon, so if I do, uh, I might treat myself to the double pack rather than the. Uh... Oh, I thought out Alex was about to say he's going to treat me to the double pack. Like, I was oh, going to say, yeah, he's going to treat all of us. Uh, no, no, I'm not on that much money, mate. Brandon's probably earning more than me at the moment. <laughs> You're going to get the pay rise and keep us all the game. I'm excited. I doubt it. <laughs> Well, Scarlet and Violet is going to be a fun game. I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, when more news breaks, you can hear me talking about it on the news round or just the you know usual podcast with onesie. Right, uh, a little fun one I want to bring up. You know, before we wrap up in a bit, just in case, unless you boys want to talk about anything else. Brandon, you've got the some of the hottest takes in the community. I personally love it because normally the fire's always at me, but I can take a I can take a back seat and just enjoy the flames in front of me. You know, hmm. um, I'm going to ask you right now. To rank your top five uh, generations of Pokemon, you don't you don't have to give a reason why. Just your top five, starting starting from the bottom. So five going up to up to one. If oh. you could pick your favorite five gens, what would it be and why? So number one's Gen Seven, right? Uh, my <laughs> that, that's not even in the top five. I don't think my, uh, Gen Seven is not in the top five. Hang on, I need to I need to write these down because I could probably go from one down, but not. Like, yeah, you know, go, go one down if you want. Go no, one down. no, no, no. Let me. Uh, okay, so my favorite generation will always be Generation Three. It just is. Yeah. Good. Uh, I um, Gen Three is the one that I grew up on. It's the one I will never get tired of. The music just hits nostalgia for me. It's got yep. my, so my favorite, some of my favorite Mons in it. 
um uh you know requires us elements all the lot it's just a game that i would always forever go to and never get bored does, does this include fire red leaf green sorry no it does something? not don't fucking talk to me about those crap games um <laughs> he, he says while currently playing through fire red leaf green on the channel at the moment um but i'll get i'll get i'll get i'll get back to that i'll get back to those i'll get back to those no fire red and leaf i'll get back to fire red leaf green um so yeah number one definitely is gen three uh number two is gen five uh i don't think black and white i think black and white get too much hate absolutely too much hate um I and ever, and anyone that ever says to me, "Oh, why do you like Gen Five so much?" I just list off the amount of mons that came out of that generation, and people go, "Oh, fuck yeah!" Like literally, I can like the, the fact that the weakest part of that generation is the starters says it all. Literally, I, I will go for the gen. I'm sort of like, "Oh, okay." So you don't like that generation that introduced Lando T, that introduced Tornadus, that introduced Crocodile, that introduced Bishar, that introduced Hydreigon, that introduced Volcarona, that introduced Galvantula, that introduced Electros. Ferrothorn, uh, Scrafty, Darmanitan, uh, Levani, Scolopede. You know, I, Gen Five's not even there for me. It's I, not even in the top five. It, it, it's so so many good mons came out of that generation. Um, next, I would say Gen Four, but that's only Platinum and Heart Gold Soul Silver. Um, yeah, yeah, you you got your screen now. If if you're gonna play Gen Four as in Sinnoh, you you play you play Platinum. Like there's no reason for you to play Diamond and Pearl when Platinum is right there. And and the stupid thing is is that I wouldn't say that about Emerald, Ruby, and Sapphire. There's still value to playing Ruby and Sapphire instead of Emerald. There is no reason for you to play Diamond and Pearl instead of Platinum. Yeah, just like the shiny hunting as you've learned today. <laughs> yes, shiny hunting, for example, is one of them. Different champions different um the emerald added more to the game the the the, the um battle frontier in the post game um generation f uh number four and this this is probably again another really hot take but i'm gonna say gen six uh because gen six is the last one for me that, that's my most hated gen gen six gen six gen six gen six alola not alola Kalos. Uh, Kalos. Kalos, Kalos yeah. was a really beautiful region. Admittedly, the games were too easy. I will hand up say that is the worst part of the games. Uh -huh, uh -huh. The reason they win for me is they gave us the best mechanic the game ever gave us in Mega Evolution. Ooh. Hands down, Mega Evolution is the best gimmick that the games has ever been introduced and I doubt will ever be topped by an absolute country mile. And I actually didn't mind X and Y. I thought the music to the game was very good. I thought for the first, I think they were, were they the first ones on the 3DS? I actually think they did. They looked and felt really nice. Uh, the region flowed. Yes, the rivals were very annoying, but they introduced some really nice mons along the way. And I just, I again, it's a region. I understand. The reason it's number four is I understand why people dislike it, but also it gave us Tyrantrum, so shut the fuck up. Don't, um, don't, don't forget though um, with Gen 6 a lot of people don't don't mention this when they hate on it but it's not its fault that it didn't get a sister game right all yeah, the other gens oh, yeah. got if it got Pokemon Z and had a story around Zygarde easily would probably go into my top 3 mm -hmm, if mm -hmm, they fix mm -hmm. some of the problems like made the Elite Four Heart made the Elite Four Harvard give them actual proper teams a proper story around Zygarde and shit like that like yeah 
that game would definitely be be up there for me, especially with like Mega Evolution and stuff like that. And then number five, um, see the rest of the gens, I think, are very met. I'd probably give it to Sword and Shield. Again, the Max Raid dens, Shiny Hunting. But over um, Gen 1 and 2 as well. That's crazy. Yeah, so I'll I'll talk I'll talk about all of that. So I've talked about Alola. Alola's my least favorite. I'm not gonna do any more of that. I just don't like it. Generation one. Um the region's fucking shit. <laughs> like exactly. getting through getting through Kanto is actually wank. Um Fire Relief Green saved the generation somewhat. It would probably be next on my list in terms of number six. I'd put Gen 1. And that's only if I can play Fire Red Leaf Green because it's actually improved. Playing through Pokemon Blue gives me a fucking headache. I will not. What about Let's Go? Uh, Let's Go. They're pointless fucking games. Not, uh, as, not as bad as some of like. I think Let's Go is probably better than BDSP. It actually tried to do something a bit fun. It, with the yeah, game. it tried to do something different, and that that's fair enough. I it respect that. Wasn't for, it wasn't for me. It was very much for the Pokemon Go players, and I was sort of like, just play Pokemon Go. It's free. Right. <laughs> uh, He's <then> not wrong. <laughs> generation two. Now, generation two is a funny one because I don't say whenever I say generation two, I don't include Heart Gold Soul Silver in this. Heart oh, Gold and Soul not. Silver are complete different games to Gold Silver and Crystal. In terms of a content create, I'll get something back to about Fire Relief Green as well. That's my biggest hot take, and a lot of people who know my channel know this hot take. But I'll come back to that. Um, generation two again graphically hurts my head. Won't play it. Too many version exclusives. Putting together an actual usable team is really fucking difficult. Getting any type of stone evolution is really fucking difficult because you can't buy them anywhere until the post-game. Um, the region itself is fine. Uh, it's just, in my opinion, it's very meh. And it's just sort of just there. Uh, if There is no reason for you to play gold, silver, or crystal when hard gold and soul silver are right there. Like that's just so Gen Two is down there because Gen Two's down there because Hard Gold Soul Silver are just better and there's no reason for you to play it. Now my biggest <laughs> this is probably my biggest my biggest hot hot take and this is the biggest hot take on my channel and I find it fucking hilarious because I mentioned my comment section earlier and like trolling people. The biggest thing I get in my comment section is about Nida King. Oh, and the fact me. that I don't use Nidoking in Fire Red Leaf Green. Why? And I put it in one of the team rebuilders to make people happy. But people know about my opinion on this thing. It's not as good as everyone fucking says it is. It's good for Misty. It's fucking weak to Misty. It's good against Surge. Doug Trio's right there. <laughs> it's really yeah, good. But... It doesn't get... You know, You want to know Nidoking's stab poison type move in Fire Red Leaf Green? Poison Sting. Ooh. That's its stab poison type. It learns Earthquake. So does fucking Rhydon. And Rhydon has base 130 physical fucking attack. Use fucking Rhydon. It's better. <laughs> Sorry. Just my biggest my biggest thing in Nidoking. Just, it's, I, as a mon, I love Nidoking. It's great. I've used it competitively. Just get it the fuck out my fucking face. Like uh, I, under I, I understood, the Doug, I understood the Doug Trio part and compared to Pidgeot. I've compared Doug Trio is without a doubt the best. Same with Jolteon and Raichu. Again, it was one of the biggest things. Use Jolteon instead of Raichu. Again, if you just want something to click Thunderbolt, yes, Jolteon is the thing. But fucking the people on my dick about Nidoking. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's constant it le in your. It learns. It learns Ice Beam. It learns Thunder. So does my Lapras. <laughs> 
I I agree. Actually, I, I was when I was listening to your hot take, I thought I was literally thinking, oh for fuck's sake, what's he about to say? I don't think that's as hot. I don't know. Like I, I think that's a fair go, thing to say. Go to my comment section on the Fire Red Leaf Green team builders and count out the many of comments that either include Needy King or have a go at me about Needy King. Yep. It's relentless. It's Maybe them trolling you, no? Maybe they've all just come to a... Should we troll him about Nido King? I feel like I, I genuinely, should comment genuinely. it now. And they wonder why I put Jump Pluff in a team. <laughs> so what, the Jump Pluff made genuine sense in that team, though. It's actually oh, yeah. decent. There's no grass type. The best grass type in Gen 2 is Meganium. Because your other options that aren't version exclusive are Jump Pluff and Tangler. And Sunflora, right? But that's and Sunflora. It's a stone evo. It's stone evo. You can't get stone evos without doing the whole uh, evo. Get lucky from your mum to give it to you, or you have to rebattle a trainer over and over and over again until they gift you one. And that's if you give them your phone number, and it's a chance of them calling you. Stone evos are pretty much impossible in that generation. So you get rid of vile plume, blossom, sunflora, executor. Your options are jump pluff, meganium, and tangler. Well, what do you want me to I've, do? I've I've got two opinions, right? Now, number one, I think without Kanto, Pokemon Gold and Silver is shit. Johto on its own is I'm not I'm not hating on Johto, but I think without Kanto, the game just loses its game, right? Like imagine if you take Kanto out of gold silver or heart gold or silver. Johto is a bad region. It is not fleshed out enough. It's Annoying to explore and the on its own, right? The Ross, yeah, on its own. If you add Kanto back into the equation, everyone's like, Oh my god, Gen 2 best gen, fucking hell yeah. But Johto on its own is just a badly designed uh region, right? My my second, my second opinion is now I'm 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 tricky with this one. If I had to choose out of Ruby and Sapphire or Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, I would choose Auras. However, there is still a reason to play Emerald, which is the Battle Frontier. But, Brandon, would you still rather play Ruby and Sapphire than Omega and Alpha? Um, No. It's an odd one, because uh, I think no. the, the Battle Frontier is no. a good one. No. Emerald has that place in my heart for my first Pokemon game, and the, the, the thing, if I want to play Ruby and Sapphire, I would play Omega, Ruby and Alpha Sapphire for multiple reasons. The physical special split makes the games a lot in- more enjoyable to play. Um, and my favorite part of, from Aorus, that is something again I'm doing on the channel at the moment, which is my favorite method of shiny hunting, which is Dex Nav shiny hunting. Oh, I, I love no, I love Dex Nav shiny hunting, it's my favorite type of shiny hunting. Uh, graphically, Aorus looks fucking gorgeous as well. Yeah, um, don't get, don't get me wrong, I love Ruby and Sapphire, I love Gen 3. And when Aorus was announced, I was so excited and I loved, I loved the games, I loved playing through them, people didn't like them. Aorus has Mega Evolution, my favorite concept. So yes, I would I would rather play Aorus than Ruby and Sapphire. But if you give me, I can only play one Pokemon game again for the rest of my life. I'm choosing Emerald all day every day. And this is this is my final hot take. And some people agree with me, some people don't. I feel like you two are going to disagree. But my one reasoning for hating Gen Five, and this is only for Black and White One, not the sequels. Is because it felt like an alien. It felt like a, a fan-made Pokemon game. It didn't feel like Pokemon, and that's purely because they had no original Pokemon until the post-game. Yeah, you've, like, you've and- told me this this opinion a couple of times, and I actually like. I can understand where you're coming from. It was an absolute choice to not include any 
you know, previous generation Pokemon because they were trying to make it feel like a reset. They, they were trying the to do that once. Sorry mm. to interrupt, I have to say this because otherwise I'll forget to say it. They were trying to do that with Gem 3 because I was looking at some developers' diaries and whatnot and looking yeah, into yeah, yeah. it. Gaming, yeah, yeah the, the first four routes are all just gen are all Ruby Sapphire Pokemon until like you know the, the, the second town, and that's when they decided to scrap the idea. But sorry, again, yeah, I, I think without any of the original uh, gen four generations before it, it just felt alienated to me. Again, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I, I understand, I, I, I understand that, and I, I respect that, but it, it's kind of weird for me in the sense of. Your reasoning for disliking it was a reason I liked it. Yeah, same. I, I liked I the fact I liked the fact that it was only Gen Five Mons, and that I had to use something different. And that if I was playing through the game, I I couldn't rely on my trusty Lucario or my Gardevoir. I had to go out and try different Mons to see what was new and what actually worked in the game. To the point where the first time I ever used a Golok, Go Golok, Golurk. I didn't realize it was a physical attacker because I'm an idiot and didn't look at the size of it. Of course, it's a physical attacker. <laughs> I was wondering why it was doing no no damage when I had Ice Beam on it. You know, <laughs> I had to go and trial and error Pokemon again, and it made it fresh. It made it different. It made it enjoyable. A bit more fun, yeah. Yeah, uh, but that was. But, and then they introduced Black to White too, where we'd had some of the Mons from Gen Five. Brilliant games. And then Brilliant Gen games. Five. And you could use different mons from the other generations. Now that you've played, like anyone that plays Black Two, White Two before Black and White, like, you, you're doing you're doing it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's a weird one. Now, now after hearing your opinions, that like, ones is going to be annoyed by this. But I've, I've been thinking about. No, you will. You will be. You're annoyed. just trying to trigger me today, aren't you? Um, of you. <laughs> no, no. I, I've been thinking about it. Right now, out of all the generations, the two generations I'm not that familiar with, and it's not because I haven't played them. I've played all of the games in the gens, completed all of the games in the gens, is Gen 7 and Gen 5, right? Them two would be my bottom two. I thought Gen 6 would, but I have put over a 1,000 hours into Gen 6, so I, I couldn't put that bottom. But I'm, I'm still... Ugh, I, don't know what, I don't know what to put bottom. I think it has to be Gen 7, because I feel like Pokemon... I think Gen 5... There are some really redeeming. I mean, not only that, like I don't know what the, the town's called, but you know New York in the game. Castellia, Arguably, Castellia City. Yeah, yeah, it, Castellia. Yeah, in my opinion, that is the best city in any Pokemon game because of how big it is. Like all of the things there, like it feels like a grand, like you know, thing Bro, for them. I, to I, I gotta say, like that moment when you go over that bridge, over for the, the bridge, first time, yeah. and you see those different camera angles, that blew my fucking mind. I, 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 had, a, I, had a weird, I had a weird thing. The first time I ever went over that bridge, for some reason, my little brain kicked in. You know, I thought, I, for some reason, I was so ingested in Gen 3, I generally thought I was about to see Kyogre, and I shit myself. <laughs> Genuinely. I have no idea why. I, I knew that there were no other mons other than Gen 5 in this game, but for some reason, my little brain went, Kyogre's in there, and I'm like, oh shit! I've only I've been in the second gym, and Kyogre's about to come get me. Shit! Like, it's, it's a weird one. It's like what made Gen Seven suffer for me is what didn't work for Gen Six. Gen Six needed a sister game, but the sister game we got for Gen Seven was a copy and clone. It was pretty much a copy and paste with just a few added things in the post game. There was no difference. Like even Emerald and Platinum had more differences than. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, them games are fucking trash, man. Like, that's why Gen 7 suffers for me. So, ones, I think I'm going to have to put Gen 7 at the bottom, you know. I think, oh, I think you I am. boys are. I mean, you put, you put, I mean, you put side by side 
Mons, Mons that came out of the generations that made more of an impact. Mons from Gen 5 or Mons than Gen 7. I think Gen, Gen 7 had some great ones. Gen, Gen, Gen 7. 5, Gen 5 months. shits all over Gen 7. For, I, I disagree. Oh, I, I agree. I disagree. Gen, nah, I, I, I agree don't. with that. I do agree. I, I think that Gen 5 probably does shit over Gen, Gen 7. Gen 7 gave but... us the Ultra Beasts. I'll give it nah, that. Bro. Bro, we had Mimikyu, we had Min. I know Minior's not a great Pokemon, but I love that little thing. I like a lot more Pokemon. Pokemon, like, in Gen 6 and 7, they went for a less Pokedex, but they went for quality. Whereas, I'm sorry, Gen 5 is just quantity. They're just like, uh, yeah, three monkeys will do. Gen 5 yeah. was a bit of a scattergun approach, wasn't it? It's like shotgunning at a wall and seeing they what They just went into the archives. Gen 5 they... gave us Levanian Swoobat. <laughs> no, what I'm the not... fuck are you on about? I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying that there are a lot of mid-tier ones it... mixed in with the really have, good have you ones seen like Bishar and Kurum and stuff. Have you seen that picture of Gen 1 and Gen 5? And it's got, like, Patra is Rattata, Watchhog is Raticate, Swoobat is Zubat. You know, like, it's got, a, like, a side-by-side, and it's it's so true. It's Doesn't, so like, true, every like. generation have that, though? I mean, Zigzagoon was no, Rattata. No, not like Gen 5. Not like Gen 5. Like, Gen 5, it's ridiculous. There's about 30 months from Gen 1, and it's, like, the Gen 5's mirrored. It's great. And I'm not hating on Gen 5. I'm saying, like, there's some beautiful moments. Again, I'd probably put it above Gen 7. It's just I don't prefer the Pokemon. I prefer the Pokemon in Gen 7. For me, personally. But as a game, it's, it's better, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's it for my hot take, boys. I've got no more hot takes for you, man. Um, Mystery Dungeon Time and Darkness is shit. How about that one? Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. We'll end it with what do you think is the most, the, the best Pokemon game ever created? And I was going to chuck in that Explorers of Sky is the best Pokemon game oh, ever for made. Sure. But... I, I agree with that 100%. I, I can't agree. I've not played it. For what I played with oh, Dark... How have you not played it? Man no, no, no. Let me explain. No, let me explain. First of all, <laughs> let me explain why. The reason why I haven't played Sky is the same reason I haven't played XD Gale of Darkness. I cannot fucking find them anywhere. I've when they copy, I will send you the ROM for it now. Uh, send it me. I will play it. I've always wanted to play it. Guys, and I've got the physical copy. I'll give it to you. I'll let you. I'll let you play it if you want. Oh please, Matt, I'd love it. Look, I love. I think the okay. I know they. I know they've done a re. What was it? Uh, remake of Red and Blue. Why is there not a remake? No one. I mean, they, they make. Cool a, they make a remake of of Explorers of Sky on the Switch. Boy, updated graphics. Updated. Add some mons in there as well. Ah, oh, you've. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying sold. it right out. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah, great. No, I think I've heard that opinion a lot actually. Um and not only that, bro, like Primal Dialga's theme is my favorite theme oh. in Pokemon. My favorite theme in Pokemon. Full stop, nothing beats it. So I've got a lot to say about MD, man. Love them games. Phenomenal. Even though favorite. I haven't got there yet, I heard the Cynthia theme in Legends Arceus and holy shit. The, the oh, fact that, it, the fact that yeah. it pauses and then goes when the fight starts, unreal. Wait, unreal. Um, Zolo's theme is it? No, is it Zolo. What's his name? Follow, follow, follow. That's it. Sorry, yeah. Volo, like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that shit hit, and that was like, oh damn. Yeah, man. Legends Arceus is up there for me in my top three. One's already knows my top three. Yeah, my... Final one that's like an underrated game that deserves a, like a reboot or a master conquest. Uh, underrated. I haven't actually Great played game. it, so Great I'd game. like to get a go. Great game. I'll send you the ROM, Alex. Great game. Give it a go. Yeah, definitely do. I'll uh, I'll give it a go. 
I say the number one game that needs to remake for me is X and Y, just because it never got a sister game. It never got that opportunity. And um, actually, I'll ask you this, Brandon, before I wrap up, I'll ask you this. This is an interesting one. Me and Wanda spoke about this. Um, so obviously, you've seen the remakes of BDSP. We can all agree. Not the best remakes of the Pokemon franchise, right? No. Especially when you've got Auras and, uh, you know, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. Mm-hmm. What route do you think... So, obviously, Gen 5, you've got the main games and then the sequels. And what route do you think they will go? And do you think Ilka will develop it? Or do you think they'll actually try this time? Like, you know, like old remakes, what we've had before BDSP? What's your um, opinion on that? It's difficult because BDSP did sell really well. Yeah, so they did. They from, did. from a business point of view, Nintendo might look at that and go, ah, oh, BDSP did really well. We'll do the same again. But I think if they listen to the community, I uh, I would like to hope that they would go down the other other route and that's do it back like they would, did with Aorus and that's let Game Freak do it. And would you do just the first two games? And just what, scrap the so part, X and, what, if they did X and Y? No, no, sorry, Gen 5, so you got uh, Black and White. Oh, and white oh, what, when they do, oh what, for the, when they do Black and White 2, uh, Black and White. Um, they the next ones, right? They, they statistically are the next ones. Um, and it's awkward because obviously Black black 2, White 2 were the, was the first time that they did like a, a double sequel. Yeah. sequel. Because before it was Emerald, so it was a lot easier. Oh, it was, yeah, right. so Black right, and White yeah. Two was the next time they did like a double, a sequel that was a double. Um, so if they remake Black and White, I don't know how they could go about it. It's it's an awkward one because I personally, and again, this is probably another hot take. I prefer Black and White to Black Two White Two. Again, that's a nostalgia fact for me. And again, the limitation. I actually like the limitation, but I understand why people prefer black to white to one million percent um for me personally i prefer to play black and white but if if they go down that route i think they need to make black and white like they did with aurus they need to do it like that again they need to enhance the games make them look nice even add the open world aspect of it in the sense of there's no if they even if they did it as no loading screens, like and you can literally just walk anywhere in the region without the screen going black or anything having to load, like with the new system and the new eight core whatever they've got. If you could just walk into a house or you click on the if you just click on the door and the door just opens and you can just walk in. Yeah, it does like a little zoom in and you're in the house. Yeah, no, yeah. like, I like the sound of that. Like Would... if they just added some aspects like that, like even. Uh, bring the Dex uh, uh, Dexnav back. Oh, please. God. Are I'm you sorry. saying chibi I'm... style as well? Sorry. Chib- uh, the chibi art style? Are you fine with that? You think oh, that's what, cool BDSP? Or... What, graphically? Yeah. Hell, yeah, yeah. Hell, hell no. It looked awful. What? Do you want it to be like a full 3D scale, like Sword and Shield size? I yeah. don't mean the graphic style. I just mean the sta- the uh, scale of it, you know? Yeah. No, I want full 3D, like, properly done. Uh, it, I, I, BDSP looked like it was made for anime girls. <laughs> genuinely <laughs> genuinely made for every uwu lover out there my lord uwu. I, remember, um... I remember the reveal trailer and everyone was like oh my god it looks so good and i sat there and went i fucking hate it yeah i, I, I was willing like to give it a go but... and loads of people were like i really like it and i'm sort of like no i really don't and then people played it and went oh we don't like this art style and i'm sat there just like oh, i could have fucking told you that oh wait i did <laughs> I, I feel like 
um, after Gen 9, after Scarlet and Violet, obviously 2023, we're going to be having DLC that whole year. So we're not even going to get a main series game. Uh, we already know DLC is coming for that game because of leaks. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. What, what they could do for a cash grab, they could do similar to what they did to Legends Arceus and uh, BDSP, but where they release, you know, black and white in one month. And a couple of months later, they just release the sequel remakes, you know. I, I don't think that, I mean, what I personally think will happen, they'll just do black and white. I don't think they'll even bother with black, two, white, two, because they are the uh, onesie, correct me if I'm wrong, I might be wrong. I believe they are the weakest selling Pokemon games of all time. Um. I'm going to say that right now uh, with 100% certainty that Black 2, White 2 are the weakest selling Pokemon games, I believe. I believe it's the originals. Um, I could have, I could have a little thing. I'm not saying the bad games. I, I mean, arguably, would want a fan favourite, right? Oh, they are, but they didn't sell very well because of the whole, as you say, they felt like fan-made games and a lot of people didn't like that. Uh, so you, People got to Pokestar Studios and gave up. <laughs> Fucking yeah! <laughs> it's the fact that they force you into Pokestar. Take Pokestar out. Black two, white two are fine for me. Like absolutely fine. But that Pokestar Studios detour just pisses me off. So I, I, can't rem- I can't remember it. That's I need to find like a good DS emulator and play them on my PC and just because I didn't ever complete Black two, white two. Not because I didn't want to. Because the cartridge melted in my system. I think I left one on your on the PC when I gave it to you. Bro. One one of my most intense battles ever was from a uh, Weglock series that I did years ago, um, and the final fight against Iris as the champion was probably one of my most intense battles that I've ever done in a Pokemon game and it was recorded and it are oh, such a good battle. I go back and watch it every so often. And it's my own it's my own video, but I just that battle was just so good. It, it was it was good man. I like the fact that Iris was the uh was the best setting. So I'm just looking now at all the sales. Um red, blue and yellow had thirty one million units sold. Um they were the best of of that era, I believe. I'm just trying. I'm just checking now. Gold and silver had 23 million. Normally, the, the the games of the new generation sell more than the sister games anyway. So it's not like, you know, Ruby Sapphire 16 million. But that's when Pokemon took a dip in popularity. Uh, I'm just trying to have a look here. So yeah, black and white sold 24 million, and black two and white two sold eight million copies. Oh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon sold nine million. So they didn't do that. Better, but yeah, black two, white two. Um, actually, no, platinum sold worse than black two, white two. Seven million copies, huh? And emerald as well. Okay, no crystal. I've just checked. Crystal's the worst selling game, uh, like five million copies or something. Probably because it was so soon after gold and silver. But yeah, um, okay, I got my facts wrong with that one. I don't know where I got that from, but yeah, I, I don't think I don't think they're going to be doing Black Two White Two, man. I think they're just going to remake the first two games and just run with that. But we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to play the remakes, or or if it's by Ilka. No, I'm not. I hope it's not. Yeah, I I, th- I was so excited for Ilka because I I saw their repertoire and saw the stuff they'd worked on before, and and it was absolutely like good work and. Then BDSP came out, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" That might be Masuda's fault, right? Because Masuda did direct it. So that is true. That is very true. Hopefully, um. But boys, I don't have much else to throw up unless you two wanna throw anything else up. At I all would recently. like to just make a bit of a, you know, a bit of a 
an announcement really um you're so, pregnant yes um i am pregnant um, of course yeah. <laughs> um I, this is the first podcast i've done since i've moved into uh, my new house and it's a bit of a big sort of life event for me so it's been you know nice to be able to sit in my own kind of like owned place and be able to sit down and do the podcast so yeah Congrats, man. thank you yeah but yeah i'm just looking forward to doing more and getting my life back on track now that my move's sorted well you've worked very hard if anyone deserves it my friend you do obviously this is the only time i will ever be nice to you other times i'm just going to talk about something. <laughs> wouldn't no, have you any other I'm way not... Yeah, like I hope when you walk home, like a bus drives, not hits you, but I hope it just drives into a puddle and you, you just happen to get so. And I hope this is on your way home. So while you've, and I hope your day before then has been terrible. No, I'm joking. No. Wow. <laughs> no, congratulations, man. That's awesome. I'm proud of you, man. Proud of you, buddy. Proud thank of you. you. Thank you. It'll be, it'll be uh, the pair of you two next. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, my situation's a bit of a madness since my dad and everything, but uh, yeah, yeah, one day, one day, man, that's the goal. That's the goal. Rest in peace, big man. Um, but yeah, Brandon, thank you for coming on, man. It's, it's been right. great. I, I've always I've enjoyed the last one we had with you again, one of my favorite ones, and this one was dope too, man. So, um, not a I'm bad, not a bad great, piece, really. Oh, absolutely, man. I hope you've enjoyed it too. I hope you've not uh, had too much of a mind grain from listening to my and Alex's brummy voice, okay. <laughs> up the blues up, up, up the blues up the blues up, up the villa um, right. <laughs> we'll leave it there All right boys thank you for coming on onesie thank you sir again again congratulations and all that jazz we will end it here peace out motherfuckers peace out thank you for listening to this episode of the trainer lounge pokemon podcast if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow us over on Twitter at Trainer Lounge in order to stay up to date and be informed when the latest episodes go live.